Hello, this is Danny in Logical Soccer Investing. Sorry it's been a long time, but a lot to talk about. Uh, I've been busy, been doing, you know, work, normal life stuff, even though <laughs> the card business has kind of become normal life. But today I wanted to talk to you about Top's Kip, Kick, the digital app. So I was a I was first acquainted with Top's Kick from a friend of mine. I started looking into it. I was getting some free packs, and I thought, okay, this is cool, free packs. And opening it up and not getting anything, you know, anything too significant. I got some Erling Hollands or something, but it was all, like, tiered cards because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay. So then I started buying some packs, got some diamonds, got some packs, got some nice hits in them some, you know, digital autographs and stuff, stuff that was super rare. But what I noticed is when I got something that was super rare, uh, there was a population on it. So in this case, it was like a population of 200 or something. I thought, wow, that's pretty. That's a re- pretty low population. Now, a lot of these cards, some do, but some, a lot of these cards don't have, like, different layers of variations. It's just like one card, and that card has a certain amount to it. So that makes it even more rare. So I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I started looking into some of the cards. And what's fascinating to me is that the production year of some of these cards are fascinating. Kylian Mbappe has several cards, digital cards, that were produced from the 2016 year. And that is groundbreaking as far as I'm concerned. Because that fills a need in the market, right? So, Kylian Mbappe, his rookie sticker is 2016. He has no cards that were produced that year. He has digital cards that were actually produced in 2016, which is fascinating to me. Uh, Erling Holland has several cards in his Salzburg kit. One of them that I have is numbered to 150-something. There are some cards that are numbered, like, in the thousands and thousands and thousands. But there are some cards that are super low pop. Christian Pulisic has a 2015 digital card. Numbered to, like, 300-and-something. Alfonso Davies has 2015 digital cards. Think about that. His, His rookie year that a lot of people see it as is... 2018-19, Donruss Optics set, even though it's really not. Uh, he played for Vancouver Grizzlies first, so probably a year before. 2018, I guess, is what, what it would be through Tops in the Vancouver kit. But he has a 2015 rookie card, a few rookie cards, one number to 30. So there are a lot of low-pop, unique cards that fill kind of a niche in the market. And I'm about that. You know, I'm about it. Especially looking at digital, seeing NFTs kind of take off. Um, so rare or uh, NBA Top Shot. Seeing that stuff kind of take off, that really leads me to believe that there is a market for this. And there is a significant one. So what I've been doing is I've been buying up cards on eBay. Now, it's, a, it's an interesting process. What I do is I, you know, I first pay for the card, 
and then I contact in the I contact the seller with my IGN. I give them my username, and then and then basically they make a trade with me. They take one of my cards, like my really like low end nothing cards, and they trade it uh, with with the card that I purchased. And that's how the the sale is done, the exchange is done. So I started buying some fire, some, some nice cards. Um, of course, there was no one selling, you know, the Kylian Mbappe 2016 online on eBay. But what I did was I bought cards and I basically used it as bait to bait people out of those cards, right? So the game has several different applications. There's a utility function in that, you know, like certain cards, if you collect certain cards, you complete a set, you get like an award card or um, or you get like a certain amount of points for the type of card that you have depending on the scarcity of the card. There's like several levels, legendary, iconic, so on and so forth. So, so people really like a lot of these iconic, legendary cards because you get there's, it has more value, and you have like each user has something called fire points. Sounds cheesy, but they have fire points. It's basically grading your collection, and the more points you have, the higher, you know, I don't know, the higher fire points are, higher street cred is, I guess. So. So sometimes what I would do was I would trade maybe like like a really valuable card, like an iconic Ronaldo card, which is pretty rare, um, and I would trade it up for like a you know like a rare Kylian Mbappe or something along those lines. And people would do it because they're thinking utility, but they're not thinking of the significance of the card. Um, so they would make those trades for me, uh, so then I was able to accumulate a lot of different cards that way. Um, there is some collecting now. It's come to a point where, where it's extremely difficult to attain, like a super rare Killing Mbappe card. When I say super rare, that's what it's called, super rare. One is is population under a hundred. One is just over a hundred. Those cards are extremely hard to get. Trust me, they're really hard to get. It takes some amazing, amazing cards to make that happen. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been kind of trading up and just engaging in dialogue with people. Hey, would you be okay with this type of trade, or is this interest to you? What my strategy is, I, I look at the, I look. One of the good things is you can see exactly who owns what cards. As long as their cards aren't like locked from trading, then you can't see it. And there's quite a few of that, I'm sure. Uh, but the ones that you can see it, I, what I do is I go through their use, I go through their cards, and I kind of see, okay, what kind of cards are they into? then I make them like a stupid offer based off that. When I say stupid, I mean like I'll give them some serious heat and then uh, to try to pry the Mbappe from them. And some people, like it doesn't matter what I offer, they'll just keep saying no. But some people, they agreed. So I was able to accumulate a lot of different Mbappes that way. Um, yeah, so that, that's what I've been doing. I, I think there's a market for it. And with that, to be honest with you, uh, the Panini Dunk app, I've been hitting that up like crazy. The prices have been skyrocketing on that stuff relative to what it was, you know. The prices have increased several times in the past, like, month. I think they're going to keep going. So I, I just ended up buying a lot of stuff. I bought a ton of 
like National Treasures boxes from the Panini Dunk app site. Um, it's there. The box is a hundred dollars, and essentially you get like a hundred cards. And I think the rate of return is really high. Um, I would value each box on average like around like three to four hundred dollars, and it costs a hundred dollars per per box. I think people are overlooking it. In addition. I think that the prices haven't changed, and now it's a, it's a limited supply. If you do, if you end up doing the Finity Dunk app, uh, I would just stick to numbered cards. If you want to buy cards, buy numbered cards, and that's all. Um, it's the same process of, of attaining the cards as it is on the Top's Cake app. I have high hopes for both platforms. Honestly, I think that there is a chance that it could blockchain at some point, get put in the blockchain. That would be amazing for value, but I think there's a lot of application, like, for instance, on the Panini Dunk app, you acquire, you can acquire cards via auction with uh, these, like, coins, which is basically the currency of the Panini Dunk app. If they were to just, and they do that so they can kind of have some value over what's, like, sold, because they get, like, a 10% commission in coins, Um, if they change that to just cash at some point. That's going to be huge. If they change it to cash and make it more like an eBay on their actual platform, that's going to be huge. You're going to see the prices skyrocket and some of this stuff. Um, I think this is where things are going, to be honest with you. By looking at the trends of what's happening in the Top Shot, so rare, it was just a matter, a matter of time, I think. And the Top's Kick stuff, going back to Top's Kick, fire. Check out some of the cards. The designs are insane. So cool. And I know it's hard for some people to wrap their mind around digital cards. They think, what's the point of a digital card? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? But it's becoming a thing, and I don't think there's any way to stop it. Despite where we are right now in the world, in society, I mean, I don't think there's a way to stop it. I think it's going to go up. Especially when it fills a need. When you have something like several Killian Mbappe rookie cards, 2016, that people were kind of overlooking, those are legit. Those are legit cards from Tops. That's, that's a Tops licensed product. It's just digital. So I mean, it's a thing. So look into it or don't. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep trying to get some decent cards. I'm just keeping you guys in the know. This is a cool opportunity. When I found out about that, I was I was freaking out. I couldn't believe it. So, yep. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. You can find me on Instagram at Logical Soccer Investing. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. I'll try to put on more content. It's just hard sometimes because of life. <laughs> uh, but maybe right now in my uh, my drive to work. So maybe on my drive to work, I'll, I'll I'll make more of an effort to do so. So, hope everything's going well. Uh, Like I said, please contact me if you have any questions or just want to have some dialogue. All right, peace.